So I was trapped. I don't know. How do you deal with? If you had to deal with street vendors very much in Toronto, is there much going on in the streets with people trying to sell you stuff or gen- besides just begging for money? On certain to- nights, on certain nights, definitely depends where you are. On the right part of town at the right night, yeah, it's pretty pretty hectic. Yeah. What do you do? Just walk on by? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I've I've had a lot of experience too at the university where I work in uh, the main central building. Lately, I think maybe because the university is a little short on cash or something, have been allowing millions of street vendors just to be like, just just pandering to you. Like, and they they go to further extents. Like, some have like peregrine falcons on sticks, and they're like waving it in your face, like real birds, <laughs> like eagles, like with talons, <laughs> talons <laughs> just in your face. They're like, hey, you want to support the wildlife? And people are just trying to sell you like postgraduate loans and all this crap. And it's just like. Get your headphones on. Keep your head low. You can get out of this. That's that's what you almost have to think. Yeah, iPods are probably a huge boon for getting away from those things. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Definitely. Yeah. iPods have really helped in the just ignoring people that you don't like in general. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the wisdom. And here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. I'm Carter. I'm Brent. <laughs> and I'm Trevor. I don't know. I'm not the one with the giggles. I don't know what their problem is. But yeah, so this week I was sick. I did nothing all week. Trevor, what you do? Oh, not much. March Madness, you know, the use, doing some recording, band stuff. Not much, though. Brent? No, not much. Took airplane trip, went to Vegas, took airplane trip back. Not much. <laughs> not much. Just, just a cool week in Vegas, nothing. Okay, now wait. Is this an actual trip in Vegas, or is this like our trip to California that wasn't real? That's for you to decide. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in some trouble in Vegas this last week. Oh no! Uh oh! Just trying to deal with street. Yeah, I was walking around in the middle of the day, and a guy caught me early. But then oh. he had a good story, so I actually bought. So- I've, I bought something from him, but I think I sort of <laughs> had got to. Got chiseled. Yeah, he was from Didn't Toronto. Didn't bring your iPod was, on vacation. Not yet. He was from Toronto, so oh. I was like, "Oh, he's a Canadian boy. His name's Carter." Probably knows me. Yeah, his, his name's name Carter. Was what? Carter. No. And he had some music to sell. No. Oh. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> Maybe he was just a listener and he, he recognized you. Was it a reggae uh, album? Yeah. <laughs> just hip hop. <laughs> was it but, Vince yeah, Carter? Got, no. No, <laughs> just Carter Carter. So I got sucked in by that. But and you bought his rap just, CD? Yes. How much was his album? Oh, whatever he wanted. I gave him five, five bucks Canadian. That's good. That's good. Oh, gave yeah, him Canadian. Then, I was like, hey, I just got Canadian money here. He took it. So that was my challenge. It's like, oh, will he take it? Yeah, and he did. Yeah, if he didn't, then he's, you know, he's yeah. not on the up and up. Yeah. But I'm bad, bad with street vendors. I just want to talk to them. I don't know. I think it's just a way of dealing with people where it should be like, oh, no, I don't want anything, but how are you doing? Just, and I don't know if that, that like, attracts the crazy. I don't Oh, that's bad. Like, you, you pull in the crazy, but I have no intention of supporting them. So I don't know if that's just, if that's what they want or it just makes it worse. They don't want to talk to you, Brent. 
I know they don't, but then why do they? So I just say hello, and then because they... they have hope in the money, they just hope that they're gonna wear you down. Yeah, yeah. convince you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not the me dealing with with crazy people. It's tough. I always like to engage them. Just yeah, engage anybody. It's like whether it's or at least I don't know, just different ways. Like with your mom, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> I'd say she's she can be at least half crazy oh, in the way yeah. that I deal with. Well, I sort of ignore her, but I just well. Yeah, but you get her going. Her. You get her yeah, going. I, yeah, I purposely get her going. I don't mean to. <laughs> I'll just let her crazy, but it's almost like you deal with the crazy without acknowledging it. Uh. <laughs> and that so it doesn't Carter's... help. It doesn't make. Yeah, so I bought Carter's CD. I haven't he listened won. to it yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want an album review. So what did we do this week? I, I was sick all week. Trevor? <laughs> was that and a lead into me? Yeah, and then you'd be like, I don't know, nothing. And then I went to this <laughs> rest. <laughs> so it might be a little bit crazy, but what do you think about just the whole light? That's my new life strategy. Anyways, it doesn't matter what you eat as long as it's light. You can't gain weight, like, because if you just eat chips for a meal, it's like, okay, I'm hungry. I don't want a meal. I'll just have chips. They're lights, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> chips. Yeah, because they're light. It's not Physically heavy food light. that you're putting into. Yeah. So you're just gonna how much something weighs determines whether you should eat it or not. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> no to steak, no to you know potatoes. Well, those would be heavy. Yeah. So you can't do those could eat some of them but just you know they're gonna weigh you down because they're heavy what about like carrots and stuff those are pretty, pretty light i don't know carrots are pretty uh, light carrots are heavy carrots are definitely not healthy for you then lettuce, <laughs> well, lettuce is fine right oh broccoli yeah. lettuce, so those things are light potato chip you could basically just eat lettuce and potato chips you basically okay. just come up with some scientific formula. You drop it from shoulder height and time it by the time it hits the ground and if it's like past if it hits before a certain time, it's safe to eat. Don't if only phys- yeah. Fall yeah. If only same. physics, if only physics worked that way, Carter, then yeah, that would Carter. be great. <laughs> it's not how gravity. But on here works. comes some wisdom. We're not going to yeah, let that slide. Acceleration is uh, mass times the gravity constant. So you know the mass of the uh, the food that you were dropping would definitely relay into that. <laughs> oh, Carter. I think you you don't understand the universe. Acceleration is the gravity part of that, Carter. Well, <laughs> force equals mass times acceleration. When I go on uh, when I go on trips, I find that I'm a I'm a pretty happy medium. I kind of like to know where I'm going, mm-hmm. and then have room for improvisation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, what's your situation? What do you do? Do you just kind of go do stuff? Do you know this already? Do you know where this is going? No. Well, I know one person. Or is that just an open question? There's, yeah, there's so one person that I'm avoiding. <laughs> I'm avoiding one person in this conversation. I, I was because I know, how, I know how Carter goes on a trip. And I, I think, was, was going to say you're half improvisation, half planning. It's, it's, to me, it seems like it's like 90% improvisation. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. When I, like, when I go to a new city, I just have a good time walking around it. I agree. Like that's sort of what makes me happy, but in a relationship now so it doesn't quite work like that so carter you and the wife could basically go on a vacation and be perfectly happy together 
Yeah, you are marriage material. Yeah, because we have stuff planned out. I knew what exactly we were going to do before we even went. It was great. I even got free time scheduled in for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is Brent time here from like 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Yeah, I like exactly the scheduling. So. I like the scheduling your own time. I think that makes you maybe appreciate it more as opposed to just being like, "Hey, I have nothing to do right now." Yeah, like, so, I'm do it. I like it. So I liked. I loved that my free yeah, free time was great. I walked around. I found a Seven Eleven. So that like filled in a real <laughs> gap. <laughs> That's of course what you. And you got a Slurpee. Okay, yeah. get, get this back home. <laughs> And leave it. There is like a law, a new law of physics, like given certain circumstances within proximity of a 7-Eleven, given X amount of hours, Brent will find said 7-Eleven and acquire a Slurpee no matter what, given these variables. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brent, you're a Sev Lord. You're a Sev. Speaking of Sev Lords, the, pe- the people that work behind the counter at Sev. Have you noticed the the general happiness of them lately? For the last couple, yes, that's been ever since they started doing the say hello. I don't know, like, but I noticed it's like I think there's something in the water or something there. I'm pretty sure that everybody that works at Sev now gets free medication because those <laughs> people are so happy all of the time, and they have no reason to be happy or that happy at least. But who am I to judge? But it's creepy. It's you know, like there's there's happy and then there's creepy happy. Mm-hmm. They're in the creepy. Yeah, happy I, think, I do hope. Yeah, I do hope they get paid a little bit more for being that happy because that's a lot of work. And it does make my life a little. I, I appreciate it. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. yeah. I do appreciate it. I got to tell you guys. I used to go to Sev like every second day with you guys. Now it's been like six or seven months since I've been there. Probably. Just ain't the same. You gone you gone done sold out. Mm. Not the Sev Lord anymore. Mm. Brent will find Slurpees, hot dogs, pizza. <laughs> these are these are fundamental core. That does not work with your light diet now though, Brent. No. Slurpees. Do Slurpees what about beverages, Brent? How, how do you weigh beverages? Well, they're not good, but I guess as a meal the Slurpee worked fine as a meal replacement. What does water count as? Does water count as, as that, or is that a free? Is that a free situation? Well, water's water... not free because I think water was the main problem. Because if you're going to like, right. a three course meal restaurant, before I'd be slamming down like six jugs of water during the yeah. meal, I think that was most of the problem. Just getting completely full off water. So I'd rather not have any water with a meal. I think water is just a empty calories. Love it. We've got to make a diet program. Sounds good. Yeah, so we saw a Cirque show too, one of them, and it was just horrible. Both of us fell asleep. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil? Yeah. Oh. It was just a lot of dance. There was no, not, many, not enough Europeans acrobats just too many french dancing too many quebecois dancing people it was just brutal. <laughs> the night before though we did see exactly what it was it was sort of like this thing we saw absinthe it's a new show in vegas but it just made Cirque irrelevant so it was more of a t- it was in a tent and there's a little stage in the middle so a 360 stage okay and it was just all european like just all european folk doing their doing their tricks 
then they'd have some comedy. Yeah, then they'd have some comedy in between. They like had a ringleader doing pervy jokes. who was pretty good. But I just love. Yeah, but it's just right up there. I can't. I just love. I love everything about the idea of the European acrobats, the Eastern European, Russian, Ukrainian, what, like Kazakhstanian the, the hardships acrobats. hardships that they go through. I just yeah, just the imagining of like what they do to be able to do these things. Like, you like that? I just love the idea. I just want to know more about that world. Like, where do these people come from? They come from like a box. Do do they? (laughs) So they spend their whole life in like an acrobat school where like there's like one act I'd seen before and a different one. It's like the two strong guys. One guy holds like the other one totally vertically with one finger. Do these? I I just don't understand where the training for this comes from. It starts in like gymnastics school and then people who are good at it take it up a level. I think, I think from like birth, I think they just take you from your families. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. And take you to circus school for your whole life. Yeah. Your whole life. That'll be the next HBO 24 seven or hard knocks instead of like (laughs) having like two mega million rich boxers training. It'll just be like these poor, uh, circus people. (laughs) That would actually be a really good movie. Except there's probably all kinds of crimes against humanity going on there. Yeah, but I can't imagine what some of the people think because there's like the guys who are like there's literally guys. Somebody was okay. There were two guys doing like holding a push up with their hands off the ground. Does that make sense so far? Like two people just doing like two people like holding a holding a push up with their hand. I know this is going to be good podcasting, but I'll try and paint a picture for you. Two guys doing a push up. Yep, with no feet on the ground. Yeah, so, so their feet are up and they're sort of forming a V. Somebody's just doing a squat on their backs, right? With, <laughs> and on his head is another person balancing with their two hands. Like, So someone's holding somebody completely up in a perfect handstand on the guy's neck while he's balancing on two people doing push-ups. So it's like, okay, that doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, this guy's head's going to rip off. Then what must these guys? But what must these guys think? Then an in between act was the next act up was well, there the one that really stood out. There was this girl. She wasn't even like fit, and she had a balloon, and she just oh god, this sounds gross already. Yeah. <laughs> well, a huge gigantic sort of like a bouncing ball thing. She just right. waved that around, and I guess it was supposed to be a joke that it was like doing nothing. She just like ooh and throw a balloon up in the air and catch it. It's like oh that's funny because it just sucks. And then yeah. she eventually like opened it up and got inside of it. And then danced around a bit, but it was just nothing. Just I wonder how they felt about yeah. It's like how did this girl's just like waving a balloon around, and everyone's and like it's... laughing because it is fun. And these guys are like thirty feet up in the air, balancing on somebody's head. Maybe it's like the 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 daughter of the ringleader or something. Yeah, and she got so it. Go go play in a balloon or something, honey. So I wonder if there's some jealousy. Now the only I'll funny th- the only thing about this that. I guess I can see why they did it, but I always just think it's unnecessary. Every act had to be. It wasn't just like people doing crazy rollerblading tricks or people doing crazy rings. It's like there has to be sexy rollerbladers. Oh, and a sexy that's an pair oxymoron. Of, yeah. So or a sexy pair of people on the high bar swinging around in the air. Mm-hmm. So every routine had a, had to be sexy as well. I think naturally I, I come off as a bad dude. I've never so. been to Vegas. It just seems like a mm-hmm. totally another world. Mm-hmm. Does it seem really it cheap, though, to you? No, it's... it's most legit. of the casinos are really... Expe- like, 
Well, for me, they seem really expensive. Yeah. So every every game at any of the major casinos, like to play one game of blackjack, it's ten dollar bet minimum. Mm-hmm. So you have to have some cash going in. I mean, but does cheap. the whole thing kind of seem cheap, though? I mean, like, the whole, like, world? No. Like, when you're in Vegas, do you feel like it's like, oh, this is a really tacky place? Or is it like, no, this no, is they play, No, they play, it, they play it straight. The people there aren't the classiest. Like, the, the customers. Yeah. But the place itself is legit. Cool, okay. People take, people play it serious. So sometimes it sort of breaks the illusion. You see the people walking around, but... The only thing that's a bit rough is Caesar's Palace. It's gigantic, but it's just it takes the Caesars thing pretty far. Oh, too much. It's just maybe. Yeah. Too much Caesar. Yeah. A little bit every restaurant is the Caesar themed or something like that too, so Caesar salad on every menu. Yes. Is now, that all you can come up with, Carter? <laughs> no, I haven't been to Vegas either, but <laughs> it really doesn't seem like my kind of town. Do you think I could have fun there? Sure. As someone who doesn't oh, drink or gamble or anything. You could get I think in a you'd lot start of to gamble. Once you, I think you just try <laughs> get once I started gambling, that's just it's such a it just gets into your brain so fast. Just deep into that reptile part of the brain. <laughs> it's like, oh how about I it's like you wanna it's like I'm a I think I have some bad gambling tendencies. It's like you just want to bet on. It's like oh, make a bad bet, but if it wins, that would be awesome. <laughs> I like Gosh, your logic. And... Yeah, it's almost like you accept failure at the start. You're like, I'm gonna yeah. lose this money, but then you're really just hoping to win on it, so you feel better because it's like, ha, I won and it sucked, and I shouldn't have won. Yeah, so there's that's dangerous. <laughs> that's self-destructive think, yeah. gambling, I think. Yeah. Oh, I that's think a so. bad loop. Yeah, so I'm a bit wor- yeah, so I was a bit worried about that. No, I still couldn't help when watching those shows though. I was like, I wonder, like, sure these people are, like, they're doing some crazy things, but how much of it is trickery, or how much could it be learned if you put the time in? So I have a goal for this. Oh, week. I think it could. I yeah. think we could figure that out. Yeah. So my goal for could... this week is okay. going to be. I'm just going to go. Let's. For next this week, I'm going to try sort of try try and train myself to do the do the splits to start with. I think so. I cannot in a week. right now, but I'm going to give myself a week to do it. I'm going to report back on it next week. I tried before the podcast, and it was not. I'm going to try and do front back splits, which I'm a bit worried oh. about because I've like had a bunch of like muscle tears in my legs this year, groin pulls and stuff. So good. So stretch it out. Yeah. So rip it out. So, yeah, so I'm just going to try and rip into the splits a little bit this week and see what happens. So one week split report. Yeah. So I'll get back to you next week. So I'll get back to you next week with some results on that. But that brought me into a whole another. This is what I was thinking of while watching. Oh, well, and when I wasn't asleep, was like, could we do this if we were trained to do it? Like, if some billionaire gave us unlimited money, mm-hmm. could we become how? Could you train for three years full time and become a pretty decent acrobat or gymnast? Yes, hmm. I, I think I'd like you could. to believe so. I don't think my my fear of ladders would get in Carter the way couldn't of getting up to the ropes. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be not even close, not an option. But I wonder, could Carter do a left-handed layup though? <laughs> three years, boom. <laughs> Because some of these, like the gym, one bad example, it was just an old Survivor season, but there is some legendary woman on there who was a, I think she had her medal taken away, but she was a gold medal sprinter. 
in the four by one hundreds. Okay. And the metal was taken away for steroids use later. But she was incredibly bad at everything. Like even like endurance stuff, coordination. It's like the only thing that she could do is run. It's sprint for yeah. one hundred meters. Sprint for one hundred meters. So I have to wonder if like gymnast is a little bit overrated. Just most people don't do it, and if you do it, you sort of, or do you have to train your body from the time you're three? You have to be really, really short though, too. That's a thing. Yeah, too. people can't be too tall. I've got that covered. Yep. I don't think it would be easy right now just to go and do like a br- a cross on the rings, but hmm, I wa- That's what I wonder. Could we just go for it? That's actually. I'll just go for it. That's good name for a show that i've been planning actually too (laughs) (laughs) and it'd just be called just go for it yeah no what's the show involved just Just going going for for yeah just going for things just going for it like train i guess training that would be more of a movie level thing like training for to be a decent level gymnast what about like a boxing match what if you just you got you got put in a fight you had six buds (laughs) yeah Oh, Carter. Just go into the ring with one of the Klitschko brothers. Carter versus Klitschko. <laughs> Six months, go for it. Oh my god. But even other even other things like we could do as a group. You'd have like people watching to make sure you don't die, but here's a desert. Walk across the desert. Get across it. Yeah. F- just go for it. it. Or go as long as you can at least. Yeah. <laughs> what about more like uh <laughs> dares too, like walking into a rival college bar wearing the the uniform and colors of <laughs> the other no, that's rival exactly, college. No, not actually, not that at all. <laughs> what about like the Amazon? Yeah, sure, definitely going through a desert. I know you have some anger towards uh, Survivor Man. Oh, I hate Trevor, that you guy. hate Survivor Man because he just, He's just he does just go for it, but he. Goes for a what too hard? He does it in an annoying way. He goes for things that he doesn't need to go for. That's what I don't like about Survivor Man is when he goes for it, he could just go for it and do it. You know, he could just he go where he climb. wants to go. But it's like he's like about to like finish whatever he's doing. He's like, oh, there's a dead animal. I'm gonna go crawl inside of it now, just because <laughs> I think I want to. You know, like oh, it looks like it's freshly dead. Oh, I'm gonna eat this organ of it. Oh, now I'm living inside of a dead animal. It's like. No, and then he's like about to like get onto like the helicopter or whatever. He's like, "Oh, there's a mud bug that might kill me, but I have a stick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here and just kind of." Sh- it's like, you don't have to be doing that. You're stupid. If, if, now, if he was in, if he was actually needing to do that in the course of his going for it, mm-hmm. I respect it. But when you just start crawling in dead things and jumping in swamps for no reason other than just to be a dumbass, no, uh, you're not mixing up. Do you- Man versus wild, or I Survivor don't Man, I'm thinking, all those don't people care are about jerks that. Okay, to they're all Survivor jerks. Man. I thought I thought the part that bugged you most to him was his setup, where he's doing it all by himself. So it's like, okay, he has to climb a mountain, put a camera at the top of the mountain, climb down the mountain, then climb up the mountain again to be filmed doing it, just to film himself doing it. Yeah, so he's out what there a, alone. What a jerk! <laughs> what a total jerk! Total, I like the guy on a horse, whoever he is. That's fun. That guy that just hunts people down and then they always... Man tracker. That guy. Now, that guy. The guy on a horse, as I call him. 
that guy's fun because that's a game and it like ends and it, there's a winner and a loser and it's done pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Not some guy climbing up a hill and putting up a camera. That, that'd be like Carter. Carter like documenting his life. Don't watch that show, Carter, because I could see you like going on a hike and being like, okay, guys, I'm just going to run up ahead and put a camera and then we're going to walk up to it and then I'm going to stop it. And then I'm going to like watch tape it from behind. And it's like you'd have to do the entire hike like three times so Carter could capture all the angles. But that, that whole premise just makes me so disgusted. I can't watch that show without screaming. Like, actually screaming at the TV after, like, three minutes when I see him, like, moving the camera or someone jumping in a bog or crawling in a dead animal. I, I start, I get furious. Like, rage. Absolute rage, and I have to leave. You know, something, something else that I saw that would have given me some good rage. Have you seen the Everest show? Mount no. People Climbing Up Everest as a group? No? As a group? Yeah. Is this a TV show or a movie? Yeah, on well, it was. Or? Yeah, it was a. T- yeah, it was on Netflix. How many people? Um, might have been about eight people plus the plus their helpers who do all the work for them. The slaves. But yeah, but do you think you could climb? Do you think you could climb ever? Like just with all the like with the helpers and stuff. Do you think you could climb it? If would that be yep. a just go for it segment? <laughs> yeah, that's sort of what I thought because you hear ever you hear Everest is like oh that's just like a tourist mountain now right anyone can go climb Everest. Yeah, it's not like K two or something. That's that's yeah. a hard one. But Everest, that's easy. Put yeah, on this some was... ski pants. Put on your ski pants and yeah. just go for it. Yeah. Everest. Now, this gave me a little bit eye opener though, because it's like this doc was pretty serious business, or it's like these people knew what they were doing, and they were just dropping along the way, and they were actually walking across people. Like they were still climbing it, and this sounds a bit shady to me. But they came across like a dead, not a dead guy, but a dying guy who just been ditched, just, and just like dust. half dead, half dead on the side of Everest. And like, well, nothing we can do for him. Keep on going. They visited him. Yeah, they visited him for a while, then just kept climbing. He just stayed there to slowly die. Because I guess they're what they're <sighs> saying is like it's too hard to carry somebody. Once it gets to a certain point, it's like impossible. So it's just like if you have a problem, if you can't handle it, you're done just get left in the dust so you go to a certain point and then if you screw up you die yeah oh that's awesome another yeah another story that had some a korean guy had died the whole expedition the next year was the other people who went going back to get him and they climbed up again almost to the top moved him 100 yards and then had to leave him again because it was just too hard this so, yeah, guy this just is... was not meant to get off that mountain <laughs> <laughs> So this, yeah, this was serious business. So you're up now. Picture yourself. So you're up there, like your life is at risk, and then this happens to them along the way. How would you react? There was a group of, a different like. There's basically one rope to go up and down Everest, and they were waiting behind another group that came from somewhere else. A group, a Chinese group, who were completely incompetent, like stuck on this one rope for hours and hours, and they're just sitting on the side of the mountain, freezing to death, waiting their turn. These people just didn't Waiting know to what climb was a rope on. while these people were stuck like, on stu- it. Yeah, stuck on it, not moving. Like you cannot talk, you can't communicate with them. You have no idea what's going on. You're just sitting there freezing to death. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I think that seems like your all-time best. That <laughs> Carter, what would you do? Probably just turn around. I don't know. Probably like, a well, smart that idea. That was a good trip. Yeah. That's probably the best idea because they didn't turn around because they're all crazy, like 
Yeah, but if you just like, climbed up yeah. Everest, you want to. You're near yeah, you the top. Him, yeah, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, but do you really want to go on a murderer's rampage? Can you? Prove- Wouldn't you rather just get back to the bottom and tell everybody, "Yeah, we made it to the top," rather than Can you actually get getting to the top and having to go through a couple Everest. bodies? <laughs> no, really though. Who's gonna go up there and collect evidence? You think like you think like CSI? Uh, what's his name? Caruso's climbing up the mountain. He's gonna start doing swabs of everything. Well, that's a pretty good idea, oh, actually. And you know, he'd, he'd take off the sunglasses and go, "I guess this was murder at thirty thousand feet." Yeah. <laughs> you can't get you can't get charged with murder on Everest. Yeah, like even the chalk lines, you know, it's white snow. Where, where are you going to make the chalk lines? Don't those people, don't those people, like, aren't, are they over, like, a levee or something at this point, Brent? Are they over, like, some kind of, like, crater? Or, like, how are they, where are they when they're <laughs> hanging on this rope? You just want to make an accident? Can't you just, like, don't you have, like, hammers and picks and stuff? That's exactly <laughs> what I would do. I would grab my equipment, all the equipment clear that them. I made. Clear them. Be like, I'm clearing the way, boys. Yeah, I, I would just throw things at them until <laughs> they fell off the rope. Couldn't there be some way to deceive them to make them come back? That would be... Well, yeah, by throwing hammers at them. <laughs> that would really make them either want to come back or die. And either option in my book when I'm up at the top of Mount Everest and I'm about to die is perfectly fine with me. Mm-hmm. You have no business being up there. If you can't yeah. climb a rope... There was one big guy, like one big biker dude in the group who did basically have your attitude where he's going to make it to the top no matter what. And he was taking too long and starting to get weak and the the guys were not going to let him go anymore. I tend to, Carter, what's the name of our Everest climbing people, mountain climbing people? Sherpas? Yes, the Sherpas were like, no, you can't go. And he was like basically trying to, basically fighting them. Fighting a Sherpa? <laughs> Never yeah, fight the like, Sherpas. Was gonna, and eventually he like was... Like, okay, he didn't go. Other people did go to the top. And then they still, like, if he would have gone, he would have been totally dead because the Sherpas had to, like, basically carry him down the whole way. They're basically, actually, if the poor Sherpas carried, like, the whole group down. Like, everyone would have died if it wasn't for the Sherpas. The Sherpas are the best people in the world. Yeah, they don't get enough credit. Everyone's like, yeah, I climbed Mount Everest. And Sherpas are like, yeah, I did four times this week. Like, yeah, I carried all of his stuff, that guy right yeah. there. The guy with the camera. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. there was one jerk who had... He wanted to be the first person to climb Everest with no legs. So he'd lost his leg. He'd lost <laughs> yeah, his leg. Yeah, some jerk. What a jerk for losing well, his leg. He'd lost his legs in another climbing, climbing like a New Zealand mountain 10 years ago uh, when he was he stuck at the it. top frozen. Then people went and helped him, but he didn't stay behind to help the guy frozen on the side of the mountain. He's like, there's nothing we can do for him. But then 10 years ago, there'd been like a huge major <laughs> rescue op to save him. Oh, oh. guy is a jerk. So what yeah, happens? Tell me he dies. So, no, eventually, like the Sherpas just dragged him down the mountain in a in a sled. The last part. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you just roll the dying guy down the mountain? I don't really think you understand. Like when you're like, yeah, I could climb Everest. I don't really think you understand the severity. Well, what if of you it? had? What if you had the, the 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 Russian girl's ball that she climbed in? What if you brought one of those, inflated it, put him in it, and then just like kicked him back down the mountain? <laughs> Or, like, what about the other dead guy? The dead guy that all the people went to find? What was it, the Koreans? Yeah. They, they went to, what if they just chopped sure. them up and put them in their bags? That still counts. Like, what's the difference if you're going to leave him whole-bodied or part by part? Like, hmm. he's been dead on a mountain for a year. 
If you're going to bring them home, just div- divvy up the load. Divvy up the load, put them back together, take some pictures of them. Yeah, make a weekend at Bernie's theme <laughs> expedition. <laughs> I think I could climb Everest, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, that could be a just go for it <laughs> classic then. I still think the desert would be fun because that I can't think of much more suffering than that. How big Especially if we'd all get together talking. and do something. You'd have to like give people a bunch of alcohol or something at the same time. Margaritas. Have a, have a party. The fr- <laughs> give like a two day supply of water, and yeah, have a big margarita party the first night. <laughs> No, what's another thing we can go for? Maybe like a push-up contest or something? Oh, we've talked about this. We have, yeah. yes. And, you know, I've been getting into shape secretly over this. I average of uh, losing 0.8 to 1 pound a day, it seems like. What? I, I don't know. I haven't been to the gym since Monday. I've been so sick. But, yeah, I've, I've dropped a lot of weight. Because when you're sick? sick no. Not just from being sick. From I was doing this too before. In like three weeks, I've lost like seventeen pounds. Getting to my push-up weight. So you lost seventeen pounds in three weeks, Carter. Yep. That d- maybe I should have went to the gym a little bit. You're earlier. losing like water or something. Then that doesn't even make sense. No, I, I used to maybe eat pretty poorly before. Now I just eat like uh, seventeen pounds, food. Carter. That's like forty-five thousand calories. <laughs> well, I, I ate pretty poorly, I guess, before. Maybe you, you guys leaving. I don't go get Slurpees every day, you know. Oh, so it's our fault that you, <laughs> yeah, you gained this water. weight. Yeah, now I water, yes. So those samosas that we used to eat during football were like, I'm sure, 200 calories each, and it'd be nothing to put down 10 of them. Jeez! <laughs> Carter slapped. Carter, screech from Saved by the Bell. His kid sounds like he's putting on some weight, according to your recent reports. Well, this, is, this is years ago, but now... Now I'm getting in push-up weights, so I'm ready for the challenge of uh, taking you guys on. So, what do you think? Like, how many push-ups in a week we can do, or what? I'd be, I'd be willing to do this. Or a day, yeah. keep it easy. Push-ups in a day? Oh, a day is easy. A week? Now that's something. See, that's where it gets my thought. But that's where insanity takes over. Mm-hmm. Contest for a day is easy. A contest for a week means you actually have to have some kind of mental disorder to win it. <laughs> you have to have some sort of slight obsession or compulsion. And yeah. I think that's yeah, where tell I you would what, personally shine. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah I, I can see Carter just crumbling. <laughs> Carter, we'll let you do push-ups see, on your knees. I can't knees. see you sticking. <laughs> would that be fair? I think it's fair. Oh. Coming out of a cold. Do you guys want to do a one-day push-up contest? So, well, I think we should... Think, I think this needs a little bit more thought. We can think about it I this week. I think so, too. Yeah. We'll come back okay. next week and get started with it. Okay, we're going to have a contest. Yeah. yeah, so if you have any suggestions... Ah, yes, email the show at... the push-up competition, please email the show. Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. If you need to find that, you can search for Here Comes Some Wisdom on... The Google, it'll take you to our blog, which is also here comes. And then some we'll have a, a better com, link to dot the, blogspot.com. And then we'll have a better link to the to the email address there. And uh, make sure to put push up contest in your in your title because then we'll be able to just go through our emails and 
and differentiate them based on on that. So we'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, the inbox is getting a little crowded. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So put push up contest in your title in your email. All right. So this has been has this been episode seven of Here Comes Some Wisdom? <laughs> no, episode eight. Lucky number eight. Lucky number episode eight. eight. Hey, we you, we know you're on the up and up. You're just showing vulnerability by by pretending to not know the episode number, right? No, I just didn't listen at the start. <laughs> I was off doing something else at the time. So numbers, what do numbers mean to me? Not much. Yeah, It's, it's just well, a number, right? Well, then I'm a little concerned about the push-up contest not being that accurate Then, if, if numbers don't mean anything to you. Well, you just feel means- as if you did a lot. I did a lot. <laughs> They'll be like, well, I did, you know, 2,000. And you'll be like, oh. Well, a lot is a lot more than 2,000, I think, so I'm going to be the new champion. <laughs> Subjective challenge, champions. Yeah. Carter, that's something, this contest would be honor. This would be on the honor system, which I take very seriously. If I say I'm going to count accurately, Carter, I will. So I don't need you questioning that. So we might be back for episode 9 next week now, but I don't know. We might not. <laughs> Carter's Your called. honor and integrity have been questioned. Carter might have to apologize off the air, but we're not going <laughs> to save your time with that. So thank you for listening to Trevor and I. Thank you for also listening to Carter. And the last thing I'd like to do is uh, the election. Let's talk about the election for a second, folks. All yeah, right. the uh, first election in seven years and... Sorry for buzz killing you there, Brent. I care. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how many elections has it been? Four in seven years. Okay, that's the first thing. To me, Canadian elections don't even seem real. And they seem the like other... a made-up thing that might or might not happen all the time. Every time I remember, it's always been like, hey, there may be an election right away. Better get ready because there's going to be an ele- It's like... What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And each one costs yeah. uh, three hundred million dollars to put on, so that's a that's a good way. Well, it's for a very long dollars. time. They're not exactly like they're not organized, even in the best of times, right? So when Kretjan was running the country for twenty years or so, they just want to have them as quick as possible because they are always dominating. So it's like, well, why not have one? So I think they're they're allowed to have them every so often, but it's not like it has to be every four years exactly. Well, that's so what it was. Yeah. Then, so even now the it is every times. four years, but only when a majority government is in charge. It just mm. seems so we've never made experienced up. that. Yeah, we've never. Yeah, that's a new love that we've never been fortunate enough to experience. It just seems like a made-up concept. Like, ooh, maybe there's an election tomorrow. Maybe there isn't. Like, so when there sometimes there's an election, I didn't even know there was an election. It's like, oh, I just I thought that was maybe an election. Oh, it was an election. Oh, pff, I didn't even know. Oops. Oh, I'll get the next one in three months. Maybe. Yeah, it, it really creates voter apathy and maybe yeah, I won't vote for this one. Stupid system. Time. And how do you govern like that? How do you govern when you never know what's going on? Like, hey, I might not be here tomorrow. Uh, there might be an election. But like can't don't you just gotta leave somebody alone after a while? And just mm-hmm. let them try and do their job? That'd be so frustrating. It's like, hey here's your new job. You might not have it in a week. Do stuff and we'll vote. <laughs> oh But don't do anything too crazy. We'll dissolve Parliament. Yeah like or else that. we're gonna have to vote again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same leaders too you think it'd be like uh, Jack Layton you haven't worked out the last 10 elections maybe we're going to try to put someone new in there you know like a baseball manager 
Sorry, buddy, you're not getting it done. We're going to put the reliever in. No, keep it, keep Jack in there. He's no. getting blown up. Home runs being hit all over. But you stay in there. You're doing good. You're trustworthy. <laughs> <sighs> Canadian politics, just so strange yeah. and quaint. What about what about the Facebook? Uh, hey, maybe you don't know who you are yet. Why don't you take our survey to like decide how you're going to vote? Like, like really? <laughs> yeah, those are legitimate. You know, the only time I'd do one of those survey things is if like a, a real organization such as the CBC were to put one together. Then you know it's real. Okay, what happened? Yeah, well, it's it's not real actually. Um, the CBC had this vote, voting compass thing on their website where they ask you a series of questions. You answer them on a scale of uh, agree. I mean, strongly agree to strongly disagree. And then there's... Uh, well, there's your uh, first problem because nobody in this country strongly agrees or disagrees with anything. Mm-hmm. She's so, like it, three colors of gray and you point that one. <laughs> yeah. So, well, turns out today... A little bit of a scandal. Apparently, no matter what you really do, you end up them recommending you vote for liberal. And the the CBC has always had a bit of a history being uh, accused of being a bit biased toward the liberal party. Wearing their red underwear. Yeah. No. <laughs> Showing a bit of favoritism. Asking so, the easy questions. So it does it. But that is kind of like that kind of, Brent, you were saying that kind of is just Canada, isn't it, though? Yeah. Well, unless you're extreme to one side or the other. It's like, you just uh, kind of end up being liberal. It's like nah. The 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 mediocre. That is, yeah, that's the default. That's the default party of Canada, right? <laughs> but even I tried today to try to trick the system and try to get the Bloc Québécois. And wait, uh, that's a real party? Yeah, it's the Quebec Federalist Party, the Separation Party. That's still going on. Yeah, oh yeah. They've got some good ideas. <laughs> Get over it. They, yeah. have, they have one idea, don't they? They don't have some good ideas. They Pretty have much. one idea. <laughs> so, so when all these questions are like, Quebec should be, should totally separate from Canada, and that'd be like, strongly agree. And it'd be like, the federal government should stay the heck out of the Quebec culture. Strongly agree. It's and like, so oh, just, you're you know, liberal. <laughs> and then, yeah, it honestly said, hey, you're liberal. And I... And, <laughs> <laughs> the block is even more left wing than the liberal, so I tried to even uh, answer things more left wing. I couldn't get it. I went in knowing I want to trick the system. I want to trick it. But maybe it'd they like, knew you, Carter. They knew yeah, what you were doing. It'd be like all Supreme Court uh, people have to speak French. Strongly agree. And still, yeah, vote liberal. <laughs> huh. So. So it's just a scam. The other thing on this Facebook, why don't why don't we just have an election on Facebook? Actually, that probably work better. Just have yeah. a like campaign. See how many people like you. That's- it's it's actually like the whole uh, theory of democracy is kind of going to get thrown into a bit of a tailspin because the reason we have elected representatives are because you know we can't all let our opinions be known at once. But now, sort of, with Facebook, you sort of can now, right? You just got to like things. But there's a, that's a question about government. Do you think everybody should have a say? Do you think no. everybody should vote on every issue? Because I think most people should maybe vote on someone they believe in and let them use their actual brains to think yeah. about these things. Ideally, it'd be good to have everyone vote for themselves, but uh, Sometimes you just a lot of my leave- Facebook group, you got you. We should have an elected representative. Yeah, sometimes you just got to leave someone alone and let them do their thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know about this, but yeah, Facebook elections. The other thing is that Rick Mercer thing that everybody's posting. I know I haven't watched this Rick Mercer thing because uh, oh, too many it's people just, have posted. What is man, it? It's just, it's just like, hey, kids, vote. Nobody, nobody, nobody young votes, and they all count on you not voting. Now go vote. It's like, hey, that's hey, that's perfect person to do it. Someone so young as hip as uh, Rick Mercer. <laughs> He's not in his fifties, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I like him, but it's just I hate that everybody posts the same damn video. It just makes me and no, and it's not going to change anybody going out and voting. We all know this. There's nothing. I, I like, I like the American get out and vote campaign. You know, done by P Diddy. <laughs> you know, it'd be like the situation in Snooky kind of. Okay, you Canada get out there. And so vote. who would That'd Canada? Young who would going. Canada have? Who would be Canada's voting celebrities? I, be? I think it'd be Justin Bieber. He'd be like, I'm not old enough to vote, <laughs> but if I, but could. I wish I could, I would. Who else would we have? Beebs? We'd have who else? Uh, Nickelback, baby. Oh, yeah. Get out there and vote conservative, kids. Where? Buy a truck while you're at it. It, it rains oil and money in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> that was another question. It's like, how concerned are you over the environmental impact of uh, the Alberta oil sands? Not very. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not concerned at all. You got Liberal. Liberal. You're liberal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it. It's Blackjack News!